Events for Breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your events expertise. Hi everybody, I hope you're all well and welcome to this episode of Events for Breakfast. So today I'm going to introduce you to one of my very favourite people in the events industry. Sam Davies is one of the directors of Easy Tiger Events and they're a venue finding service which is free and they are the absolute experts in all things venues. Now right now, we all can't wait for venues to get up and running again so we can hold our live events and Sam is going to share her expertise on all things venues. So without further ado, let's go meet her. Hi everyone, so we're here today to meet Sam from Easy Tiger Events. So hi Sam, welcome. Hi Kelly, how are you? I'm really well, thank you. It's lovely to see you. It's been a long time. It has, it's been too long. Definitely, yeah. So we're going to find out a lot more about yourself and Easy Tiger events today. But firstly, can you tell me a bit about yourself and how you ended up building a career in the events industry? Yeah, of course. Um, Well, I fell into it um, by accident, I suppose. Um, When I left college, uh, when I was younger, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I knew I loved people. I did leisure and tourism. But as far as the career, I had no idea. All, I knew all I wanted to do was travel and see a little bit of the world. So I ended up moving to Guernsey in the oh, Channel yeah. Islands. Yeah. Oh. I started there and started as hotel in hotel reception. I ended up staying there for longer than planned and ended up uh, there for about seven years. And in that time, I moved um, to different hotels um, I managed to climb the career ladder a little bit, um, went into reservations management, and then eventually um, event management. I then returned back to the UK and um, started at Hinkley Island Hotel, big hotel in the Midlands, and um, started uh, in sales. And really, I never looked back. Uh, As soon as I started uh, the job, booking meetings, events and sales, I knew that that was exactly what I wanted to do and um, I felt so comfortable doing it and that's how it all started really. Oh fab, I did not know that you lived in Guernsey for seven years. (laughs) Wow. Absolutely loved it as well, beautiful place. Oh it's on my hit list to do definitely and um, what is one of, what's your most favourite thing about working in events then? Uh, I think it's the variety uh, that it gives. Um, it's meeting, meeting all the different people involved, getting to know the clients, um, getting to know what they love, that everyone is very personal about what venues they like, what events they hold. And I love really getting to the nitty gritty and knowing exactly what they love and um, finding their perfect venue for their perfect event and uh, I think that is yeah that's what I love about it. 
Yeah, I mean, I should tell everybody, we've known each other about 10 years now, haven't we? And um, yeah, you are such a personable person and you really do. You get to know people really well. Um, you get to know what their needs and requirements are so well and then you match up the venues perfectly with um, whatever their requirements are. So I can definitely vouch for that having worked for you. So um, let's talk a bit about Easy Tiger events then because you and I know what it's about. But um, can you tell everybody about Easy Tiger events? Um, I've seen it grow and flourish over the last few years. When did it start and what inspired you to set up the business? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so after being in the hotel industry for around, um, I think it was over 10 years by then, um, I'd worked for lots of different hotel groups, um, selling the meeting space, um, looking after direct clients. I'd also opened a large hotel as well. Um, I got to the point where I'd worked for a few hotel groups um, and I was always um, placing different conferences into the hotel group I was working for. And I got to the point where I started to think, well, actually, I could really do this um, for the whole of the UK. Um, I'd built up a great um, portfolio of clients, which I counted as friends. And um, yeah, it was a very natural progression and a no brainer, really. So now I was sort of doing the same job but now I was able to expand the whole of the venue search to the whole of the UK and overseas and um, Easy Tiger Events has been going now just over six years. Wow, that's yeah. blown. <laughs> never look back, never look back, love it. Yeah, definitely. So you, basically you are, you do the venue finding, don't you? You are, and that's your absolute expertise. Yeah. And I don't know anybody else that knows venues like you. You are pretty good at it. Thank you. <laughs> definitely. Um, and what I love about, and I've just said this earlier, but what I love about Easy Tiger um, events is that you, and I've met a couple of your colleagues, are the most bubbliest ladies I think I've ever met in my <laughs> life. You are full of energy. Um, you're just full of smiles. You bring gifts every time you come along, which we all, all, all my teams have always loved <laughs> um do you think that has helped you build relationships with clients absolutely um as i mentioned before we see people as more than just clients um yeah. and the majority i mean not all of them are seen as friends and yeah. i think that is a key thing i've always loved people i've always loved meeting people and i think it it's a trust thing as well um i think we always um, work for the client and we will do what is best for them and um, having a personable relationship oh it just helps and you just work together so well um yeah I see it more than just a business I see yes. it definitely and it's it's funny isn't it because as an event manager that I you know I've worked a lot of corporate companies a lot of when I'm doing conferences and meetings people always what my my stakeholders always want it to be about the content and about um, how engaging the event is but what the delegates want is a really good venue don't they <laughs> yeah they they really do and uh, you know they want great food and yeah. they want a great experience they want great networking as oh, well yeah. and I think it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the whole package and yeah, it's you, you, important. You cannot underestimate how important that venue is and the service as well that they provide, oh, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we are, I was going to say we're in lockdown. I suppose we're coming out of it a little bit, aren't we? But um, life for us in events and um, conferences and, and venues as such is nowhere near where it needs to be. Um, before we went into lockdown, let's look, look back there to the beginning yeah. of the year. Feels like ages ago. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
what were the trends you were seeing in terms of venue requests? What was really hot? Um, I think, um, yeah, what we were seeing more and more of um, were um, in more um, requirements for integrated AV. Okay, um, yeah. Clients, um, were wanting a lot more um, technology savvy events. Um, obviously, as everything goes online now, um, but people were wanting more packages. We yeah. saw a lot of need for conference um, lecture theatres yeah. with integrated AV. That was just coming up more and more and also a unique kind of venue. Yeah. People wanted just a little bit more than those standard four walls they wanted something a little bit inspiring in a yeah. venue and a little bit different um somewhere their delegates could come and think wow that was a really different lovely or unique venue but they they were really looking for the whole package and uh, that was um yeah it seemed to be a real trend um yeah, for the last couple of years. I think. Yeah, and I, I can imagine now as well, if we're thinking about virtual events, I can imagine there's these venues um, going forward. Some of them will become like little studios, won't they? They'll be hiring out their space as studios so that, you know, that tech will still be really important. So if someone's doing a virtual event, they have their presenters there, it becomes a bit of a studio and they live stream out from the venue to for, the, for their virtual event. Yeah, more and more now, and especially with, you know, over the last eight months, it's going to be, it, that is just going to be a real trend going forward. Definitely, yeah. And um, if we think about um, an event manager and what if they're looking for a venue, um, so let's just think, I'm hoping that lots of event managers and event planners are listening to this today. And if yeah. they're looking for a venue to hold an event right now and what's going on in the world, um, what are the key things that they should be considering and asking of from the venue? What do you look for when you go into venues and ask? Um, I think at the minute, um, the key thing is going to be flex. Ability, um, yeah. those terms and conditions oh. are going to be key. Yeah. Um, yeah, any venue, they need to be so robust and they need to give the client complete flexibility. Um, obviously, we've never experienced anything like this before, but that is what clients and ourselves are going to be looking for. Um, if anything like this does ever happen again or anything unprecedented, that they are able um, to postpone, they are able yeah. to cancel within a certain, obviously, you know, time frame. But the real key is going to be flexibility. Absolutely. And um, have you seen, like, in the last few months, have you seen venues really looking at their sort of standard contracts as such and working in that sort of COVID nineteen practices and um, and the legal legalities around it and the flexibility on cancellations and things. Absolutely. Some venues and venue groups have been absolutely excellent. Um, yeah. We haven't had to prompt a lot of um, hotel groups. They're getting it out to us. Yeah. Um, some have just been so on the ball with this. It's been great. And um, a lot of venues obviously need to, some of them need to catch up, but um, the majority have been so efficient and they've listened to what is the client is going to need right now and they've been so proactive so I've been very impressed actually with the venue responses that's really good well it's, it's going to be critical isn't it for survival yeah. for them and and if, if there are event managers out there that are worried about all these legalities and stuff this is something that you guys do isn't it you know if people are navigating through it and don't know what it should be saying in, in contracts this is definitely something that you can advise on 
I imagine. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're, look, you know, we're looking through them as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they need confidence in booking at the minute because obviously everything is so up in the air and those T's and C's, yeah, they're gonna, they're just gonna be key because I don't think um, anybody will be booking unless they're able to have those clauses put in. And uh, yeah, we're checking every single one and we're asking for terms and conditions even when we make an inquiry now. Um, yeah, just a check. Signed on the dotted line. And that sort of comes on to like, obviously that's the legalities around it. And as venues start to open and small events are allowed to happen at the moment, outdoors, isn't it really at the moment that we, we yeah. have to sort of hold. But um, a venue, with your conversations with venues, are you seeing that they're already starting to think about those indoor live events and the practices that they're going to have to put in place around sort of sanitization and social distancing? Is that, are they already started that work? Yeah, again, um, there's lots of venues that have contacted us already with um, their rooming plans, you know, social distance to one meter to two meters, um, what they're doing with food and beverage, for example, um, they're not offering buffets anymore, yeah. so it's going to be more plated services, what they can do for teas, coffees, lunches, the health and safety, the cleanliness, um, and as well, hygiene. It's so many of them are totally um, on top of this. And um, it's been fab to see. And I think venues more than anything are just getting ready. Yeah. Um, as soon as we get that, you know, that green light to hold those indoors. Yeah, the majority of venues are ready to go health and safety wise, which is okay. great. Thing. It is great, isn't yeah. it? You know, they're eager, they're ready, the practices are in yeah. place. And um, I think, like, just listening to that, the whole thing around, like, no buffets and having a plated service and yeah. thinking about the cleanliness and stuff, it's going to make it such a higher quality experience for delegates, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And um, I think delegates need um, to feel confident that a venue has just got it completely under yeah. control. And I think that will... Um, you know, make the events just go so smoothly. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it yeah. will be, and it'll probably be here to, you know, to stay because yeah. um, it will probably be a better experience. But, Definitely. Um, and it, so it feels like you guys have really done your research and sort of are on top of all the changes and how it's going to evolve, and you're uh, and you're ready. And we we discussed before we started recording this just then actually that you know you're already starting to see new event inquiries come through and venues, which is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, how are you guys um, seeing your business evolve for the future then? So, you know, making sure that the venues are following the right practices. How, what, what sort of um, services are you going to provide your clients and how are you going to evolve in the future? Um, I think, again, it's all down to flexibility, yeah. um, listening to the clients. Um, we've been speaking to a lot of clients about um, the option of hybrid events yes. going forward. So I think everyone I speak to is has actually said, you know, they've been replacing it with online events, but it doesn't quite replace that face-to-face, -face, you know, the networking and the feeling of going to an event. Yeah. But there will still be delegates that will be nervous about attending events yeah. and so forth. And I think to offer that hybrid, you know, um, facility where it's streamed online, so delegates can have that flexibility 
and that clients can offer them that. Um, yeah. We're really looking into that. We're working alongside an AV company who is offering that sort of those services and as well putting the events online if they need to as Brilliant. well. So if anything happens, we can quickly be efficient. Um, we can go from holding a live event to holding it online. It's just having that flexibility and that, um, yeah, those processes. That's place. amazing. Yeah, they're having that that partner available, then ready, you know, because yes. it, you know, it might change. We we are living this day week by week, really, aren't we? And they might live events might come back, and then suddenly an area might go into lockdown again. And it's like, okay, we've got to do this virtually now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's having that efficiency to be able to do that quickly and seamlessly, yeah. and that's what we're working with partnerships to be able to do that and to give the client sort of a backup plan. Um, that if anything happens that we can be there and ready to sort it yeah definitely um so i was going to say finally i'm going to save this one for a moment i'm going to add another one in here just around <laughs> lockdown really and you personally because you are a really energetic person you know and your the team that you work with are all really energetic how have you guys t tell me a little bit more about easy tiger and the people involved and how you guys have been sort of managing through lockdown what have you been up to Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we've been, um, yeah, it's been obviously a real roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got um, three directors, um, an employee as well. So obviously she's been um, furloughed for the moment, yeah. uh, which we're looking to hopefully come to an end uh, very shortly. But well. we've been, yeah, we've been just uh, making the most of being at home. Uh, yeah. We've gone back into the office. Uh, we went a couple of weeks ago and just started trialing that out. And I just, I love, I've loved, you know, being at home. It's been great, but I'm a real people person. Yes. And I just, I like being in the office. And, yeah. you know, so we've managed it. Uh, we've just been communicating daily with Zoom calls and things like that and speaking to clients daily. But yeah, I think um, I think we'll all be glad when we get back uh, back into the office and back to, to yeah. normality. And I imagine we again we were talking about it before we press record, but um, you're you can't wait to go and see your clients, can you? You can't oh, wait to do your visits. <laughs> I cannot wait. And as I was saying to you earlier, you know, I just I just want to get out there and see everybody again. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I miss everyone. Yeah. yeah, and they'll be so pleased to see you too. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so finally, then you are the expert. You are absolutely the venue expert. You know, we've I've been on so many site visits with you up and down the country and things, and you know your venues inside out. So all over the UK, if we keep it UK based, can you share with me your top favourite venues? Give them a shout out in the UK. This is so difficult. It's <laughs> hard. It's a really funny one, actually, because we do get asked this quite um, a lot. It's yeah. a, a popular question to ask. And I think there's so many for all different reasons. Yeah. And some are personal reasons, some are people-related, some are event-related, and, you know, for all different reasons. Um, I think... The Savoy in London is a very special venue. Um, I love going there and I love people watching. It has um, a real air of something special and grand. Yes. Uh, when you go in, that's one of my favourites. I love the location and the reputation. Um, yeah. 
the Langham in London is another one, old school glamour and just a lovely place to hold events. They both yeah. have a special place in my heart. Um, also, I love um, very good conference venues yeah. as well. And yeah. I have a real soft spot um, for Hinkley Island Hotel. Oh, oh yeah. It's just, it's one of those hotels. I mean, I, I've worked there for many years and I saw it through lots of refurbishments, but it's just a great conference hotel. It's yeah. located directly in the Midlands. When you have that big residential inquiry for over 250 bedrooms, three-day conference with eight syndicates that it's no better venue. And you can't so, go wrong there, can no, you? you just can't go wrong. And, yeah. you know, it might not have the same glamour as somewhere like the Savoy or the Langham, but it is just a great conference venue. Yeah, um, and, but there's some and lovely the, little breakout areas there, the coffee shop, and is Marco yeah. Pierre White still there? Yeah. 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 And then the bars at the Harley Davidson bar. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's one of those places that I just think's a good conference venue. Yeah, yeah. one of my favourites. Then, so you found it for me, actually. Um, oh, okay. You found it, and it stays dear to my heart. It's just had some renovation done, actually, and they've obviously just reopened right now. The yeah. Grand Brighton. I oh, love wow. it. Oh, I love the Grand. Oh, you see, now I want to add the Grand on there as yeah. well. <laughs> you keep remembering these venues. Yeah. Don't you? You just, it's a fabulous venue. And that view, you can't oh, beat the view. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's luxurious. It's got a real lovely feel to it. The people yeah. are great. And like you say, in good weather, that view is amazing. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah right. It's such a, fabulous place as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally agree with you, Kelly. Oh. <laughs> so to finish it off then, because hopefully we've given people a bit of a flavour about Easy Tiger events and what you guys do. If people want to find out more about you, where can we go? Are you on social media? Have you got a website? Where can we look? Where can we navigate people to go to? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, our website is um, www.easytigerevents.co.uk. We're on Twitter uh, at easy tiger events um you'll find me on linkedin samantha davis and yeah we're yeah come and visit us and ask us any questions you want definitely you won't wait just to all the listeners you will not find a more friendly bunch of people who bring you lovely gifts as well and that's that's not that's not a biasness but she, they just do they're very wonderful friendly people and they do a great service as well sam this has been absolutely fantastic um thank you very much and i'm keeping my fingers crossed that the events industry gets back online and back on track by should we say the autumn we yeah, I'd, I'd like it to be September. September. Be a nice starting point, yeah. Yeah, we're sending good vibes for September. Thanks right. a lot, Sam. You're very welcome. <laughs> so I told you she was an absolute joy. If you ever get to meet Sam in person, then you will get to see for yourself the bubbliest, most energetic person that you will ever get to meet. She really is a pocket rocket. Reach out to her, say hello, and let her know how much hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. And likewise, if you've got any feedback, questions or queries for me, then get in touch. My website is storymakerevents.com and all my contact details are on there. And I'm also on socials too, Kelly Frew or Storymaker Events. Hopefully speak to you soon um, and enjoy. See you again. Bye.